The one that like made me laugh out loud, Skinny Kings. Always a big dick. Find me a skinny <laughs> man with a small dick. Find me one. I've never seen it. episode of Girls Gotta Eat. This is the last episode in the New York studio. I feel really emotional about it. We're recording in Ashley's bedroom right now, actually, <laughs> which is so funny. Like, it really feels like a home now because you brought the plant up yeah. here, which is taking up 20% of the space. Your clothing <laughs> is everywhere. I went to the bathroom. Your clothing is drying in the bathroom. It's a lot. You're sleeping on this couch. I've been sleeping well. on this couch. I've been living in this studio. I've been living studio life. I will tell you, this couch is pretty comfortable to sleep on, mm-hmm. but it's not made for two. And Azul still has to sleep with me. It, I've just been curled around him. I prioritize his comfort over mine. If you're watching right now, he's up on the top of the couch. He, oh, he's going to, he's going to thrive in LA. Every day I think about you guys. I tell you every day, I'm like, what are they doing? What are they there? doing? <laughs> it's, it's tight in here. <laughs> yeah. But I've been doing Yeah, because I moved out of my apartment. I've been beating myself up a little that I didn't plan the best, but it's okay. We made it through. What would you have done differently? Scheduled a move closer to the leave date. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to do it before I left for the holidays. I don't know what I was thinking, We've but it's fine. On. I've been living in the studio. I, I like it. It's Honestly, cozy. It's it cute. is cozy, but it's like, kind of like watch the TV on my laptop. That's that's what I think about when I'm like, what's she doing? I'm thinking like, where's the TV? And then I just like go work out in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> but the, pl- the plant, it does take so up a lot. Funny. I came and I put my, cl- my bag down and Ashley shot me a look and I was like, how much time do we have before she tells me to get my bag? You put your bag on top of my clean clothes that are coming to LA. You put it on top of a white bikini. <laughs> you really shot me a look. And I was like, how many seconds do we have before she breaks this up? Okay. And this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp Therapy Online. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash GG. So you know, if you listen to the show that we are such fans of therapy and anything that can really improve your mental health and get you to a better place where you are loving and enjoying your life more and spending the time the way you want to. A lot of people spend their lives wishing they had more time, but the question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority so therapy can really help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. It's so helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries, empowering you to be the best version of yourself. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma, etc. It helps you with your relationships, whether romantic, friendships, family, all the things. So we really cannot recommend it enough. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and then switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So again, check out BetterHelp, see if it works for you, learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash GGE today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash GGE. 
Um, so tonight we're moving to LA tomorrow, essentially. So this is our yes, last recording, recording here. On the tonight yeah. is my last sleep in my apartment. I feel really sad about it, but I feel excited. I, my anxiety is through the roof, but I'm very excited. Well, about what? I don't know. It's just a big change. Yeah. Okay. And then every time I feel anxious, I look up my house and I think about like all the things we're going to get to do and then I feel good. It just changes. scary. Yeah. But it's like a temporary change. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But, but I'm excited tonight. Um, I was going to do a worst mistakes dinner. Um, we're going to go to all the bars I've made all my worst mistakes at. We're going to go to Bua and then Sauce for dinner and then Spring Lounge. Um, oh so if God. you guys live in New York, all the times I've slept with the worst people. <laughs> comes from those places um, but I settled on 12 chairs so I'm gonna have a nice dinner um, before we leave you're invited you're not coming but you're invited listen I drank a lot of New Year's Eve and I'm still <laughs> recovering like we're recording this in the second yesterday was a rough day it's fine I knew what I was getting into we had this really fun party at this wine bar if you guys are in New York you should go check it out it's so cute it's new it's called Rake Wine Bar it's in the East Village there's a like wine shop attached to it mm-hmm. which is really cute and then it's just like a small cozy intimate place they have incredible wine the food is really good and just great vibes and we basically went there I went there with a couple other girlfriends and I don't know a few weeks ago a month or so ago and was like what if I could have a party here? And so I just DM them and we set it up. And so it was really fun. I have to tell you, because I got there a little bit before you, Jeremy and I went to like set up a little bit. You'd shows. The staff like just couldn't have been nicer yeah. and more accommodating. I feel like I was doing like a live show where it was like setting like the volume of the music and the lighting. And I felt <laughs> like I was like, you know, setting up and they were so nice about food and what we wanted. And I just really loved them. So if you yeah. guys are in New York, the staff is really, really great. I just, there were just bottles everywhere. I just grabbed a rosé bottle. I was drinking out of the bottle the whole night. I stayed up till five. Like I was like, I'm going hard. I went home at two and I saw your Instagram story from 5.15 in the morning and I was like, where'd she go? Like we left our party like 1.30 or so. Mm-hmm. Then went to, I went to back to the stand. I'd been at the stand earlier doing shows. Went back there with like a group and Julia was there and then like eight of us, like Dylan was there, Dylan and his new girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And like a group of us went back to Julio's house and we watched music videos for like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> we, I didn't even tell you. <laughs> like we, well, we did a lot of Bad Bunny. Julia loves Bad Bunny. Yeah, because Julio looks and then, exactly like all the Latin rappers. I just wanted to... <laughs> He dressed like one for um for Halloween, and then I we were watching like old Wu Tang videos, and like so everyone's kind of drunk, uh-huh. some people are high, and like the the observations. I was like, Wu Tang had so many members. Like I was <laughs> oh Wu Tang was huge, but like it's, they had like eight like people. A football team. <laughs> yes, of course, I knew this, but it was funny to watch the videos. You're like, that's so many people. So I was like, put on the Triumph video. So we're watching like Wu Tang. Like, do, do you remember the video with the bees? And it was like, ooh. Like we were, I was like, put on Ja Rule. Like we were watching all these old deep so cuts. Fun. This sounds really fun. And then I was like, it's 430. <laughs> to go home. <laughs> so I came up and slept on my couch in the studio. It was it was really fun. Like I don't it's the new year starts on the second if you really go hard. Well for us last year last it year on the third. Well last year we woke up Again, I don't drink as much as I used to, but I'm getting drunk one of the two. I'm getting drunk probably New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. So if I wake up fresh New Year's Day, 
We're it's day on. drinking. It's on. Actually, so last year I kicked everybody out at like 12.45. It's just, I had a party. I was cleaning up on my knees by 1 a.m. And I went to bed and yeah. and Bobby and Izzy wanted to go to brunch and you were like, Raina won't do it. She's not going to show up. But that's cute that she said she would. And I woke up and we rallied. I was so fucked up on January 2nd. Yeah. It was the worst day of my life. So anyways. So yeah. today's January 2nd. Listen, I'm thriving. I did the 30 minute Whitney Houston ride. Raina... I couldn't even crack a window. I was singing too. I cried. I sang. <laughs> I I usually crack that window in my home, in mm-hmm. my studio home. And I cracked it and then I started singing so loud. <laughs> I started singing Where Do Broken Hearts Go so loud <laughs> that I shut the window. I was like, people will hear this and it's going to reverberate through the courtyard. And when you got your AirPods in, so I don't, you don't, I don't know what you do on your bike. You, do, <laughs> you, you have a different vibe. I put my full AirPods volume, in. Full volume, the whole hallway. But like, it. right. It's, that's pretty loud. It's yeah. pretty inconsiderate. And I'm singing. Yeah. It's really loud. So I have my AirPods in. So my singing voice is even worse. <laughs> like I went so hard. I'm really happy with that was my first ride of the year. Oh, good. I'm glad. It's nice to just like scream it out. I did cry. A bit. Yeah. I like to cry on the bike. Yeah. I don't work out anymore, but my New Year's resolution is to stop working out. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. You know, I've been eating more healthy. So I know. I'm, I'm just, I don't work out anymore, you guys. This no. is like, this is so funny because this isn't even the first episode of the year. We're still going hard on this New Year stuff. Also, really quick, this was a while back, but I did just want to recap the holidays really quick and say so we had so much fun oh, Christmas, on yeah. Christmas. And I mean, the highlight of my holidays was just being around baby Jay. Same. I miss him actively every day. I miss him so much. I, it like makes me sad to be away from him for the next few months, but that was just the best part. And then I feel like figured you might want to talk about the appetizer contest. <laughs> Okay, I'm glad that we're giving people. I mean, also, I acted cool. I played it cool with Jay, and I had to have a yeah. lot of self talk uh, leading up to it. I was like, "Don't you, scream, don't hog the baby." I wasn't worried. I but was. You did stay true to your tradition and get blackout drunk <laughs> on Christmas so Eve. Drunk. I was like, "How's she gonna wake up for Christmas?" <laughs> when you walked over to the house, you looked fucked up. You had your you had pajamas on. Your hair was all messy. I was like, "Raina is blackout drunk." Like you, you were drinking whiskey with my dad. I was I like, "Was you?" <laughs> But anyway, you wrote this tweet about, um, I forgot about this and I was making fun of you for not knowing who Franco Harris was. And I completely, I woke up and I read this tweet and I was like, I was funny last night. Well, and it's, we like Jay was sleeping. So we had to be a little bit quieter, but we were laughing so hard. And then I remember going, I was just on Twitter and I go, I said, wait, Drake has a BBL and you laughed. Do you remember this? Tweeted, I'm glad people are finally talking about Drake's BBL. And I was like, what? There wasn't this much more so about funny. it. But now I'm like, I'm like, did Drake? <laughs> I'm so glad you told me because I don't you know about it. this. If you're new here, we do this. My family does an appetizer contest and it's every Christmas Eve. And it's always been this battle between Raina and Steph, but Steph's never even won first place. No. Even though her her dishes are always iconic and I always like just phone it in and make queso. But queso uh, was excellent. You this year. really I was unsure what was gonna happen <laughs> with what you're making. But there was a minute where I was like, what? <laughs> so 
I get second pretty much every year. I lose to Matt. I used to shrimp dishes every single year. Matt makes shrimp, shrimp ceviche from Buck. Your brother made fried shrimp. He made shrimp toast. I lose to shrimp it's a every single Forrest year. Forrest Gump based contest. Yes, it is. But um, Buck won this year. Buck, it's either Buck or your brother. So what I decided to do was I was going to make mini chicken pot pies, which I think is like such a crowd pleaser. And if you guys can get little pie shells, just put what like a great thing to like individual little mini pot pies. But then I was talking to your mom about it on the way and she was like, Ashley's dad and I don't eat chicken. So um, it's a handicap. And I was like, so then I had the last minute change everything I was doing. So I was like really set on these like individual pot pies. So I made like a seafood stew <laughs> and I was like, this is not good. <laughs> I like, I got scallops, shrimp and crab and I like made like a seafood stew and put that in place of what that would have been. And I made little biscuits on the top of it. It was weird. It was so good. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was delicious. And then I, my dad ate all the leftovers. <laughs> I didn't even know there were leftovers. I was, there was positive. A, there I feel like there was leftovers of everything because we had so much food. But yeah, the, like a couple days later, I tried to get in there and my mom was like, oh my God, your dad ate that the next day. He had it for like Christmas <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> A man after my own heart. There is no... I'll eat any kind of food at any hour of the day. Like, yeah, I'll eat yeah, pasta you, at Yeah, totally. Cold. You love a morning salad. Yeah, I do love a morning salad. I haven't got an airport morning salad in a while. There's always tomorrow's <laughs> tomorrow. airport. But yeah, and then you read the winners and I got second. No one was more shocked than me. Yeah. That was a weird dish. It was weird. It was, it was weird. I'm surprised some of the people that you beat out with that. Yeah, everybody. I'm surprised I beat queso with that, honestly. Well, I did a dip I did a dip threesome. Some people would call it a trio. I'm calling it a threesome it where amazing. I did. Well, actually, Matt made the corn salsa, and then I did homemade guacamole, and then my Rotel queso dip. Shout out to Velveeta. And Matt made a crab dip. So I got second. I still might do the chicken pot pies next year. I still think that they're amazing. I think you should just do it. I love it. And I put a lot of like herb. I put like rosemary, sage, oregano in my pot pie. Leeks. I make a great pot pie. Yeah. All right. So I got second. That's your update, guys. Every year, always a bridesmaid. (laughs) Um, Okay. Can I talk about something else funny I want to talk about? It's your show. It's your show. (laughs) So... If you guys are curious of like how we're doing this move, we basically just packed up like our clothes and things that we're going to want over the next three to four months. We might extend four months. And we sent them via FedEx. And Rob, who is like, you know, my best friend, our best guy friend, he kind of- And my father. like our dad. Yeah. yeah. He was like, I have this FedEx account and you guys can just use it and um, print the label, schedule a pickup. And <laughs> I felt like over the next few days, I was- treating him like he worked for FedEx. (laughs) I feel like the questions I was asking him, he was like, I don't work for them, Ashley. I I told you the Rob printed my labels for me and you were like, you had him do all that? And I was, I'm surprised. I'm so jealous. I spend so much time because Rob is very like, if you want, I'll do it for you. I'm like, no, I like to figure things out for myself. Like every once in a while, I will just, you know, let him step in, whatever. But I was like, I will figure this out. You don't need to do this. You know, you've done enough. We're using your account. Mm-hmm. And he's had it since 97, he said. That's I was like, crazy. I wasn't, even I wasn't even alive then. I wasn't even born then. <laughs> um, and so he let us like use it. I mean, we're going to pay him back. But because you get these crazy discounts. But yeah. it was so, I just had the thought in my head of like the way that we're treating him is like he's customer service for <laughs> FedEx. Like I'm sure the questions you're asking him on the side are the same type as mine. I'm like, wait, why won't they pick up on this day? Me he's too. like, Ashley. Me too. I, it's a holiday. I don't. No, I sent him a screenshot that said my stuff was being delivered on Tuesday. And I was like, they're going to require a signature, right? Because like, or do I need to change my flight? Yes. He was like, Raina, it literally says signature required. No, I was like, do I need to do a signature required? He was like, yes, Ashley. I was like, how much should I do for the value? He was like, what's the value? You figure it out. <laughs> like, 
like sometimes I turn into a child around him because he's so capable. He I know does stuff for us. I know. I was like, I need to do. He was like, I did ask him a few guys. He was like, this will take me three minutes. Just send me the sizes of the boxes. I will send you the labels. And then he was like, he sent me bullet pointed instructions of how to like tape it up, which ones to use. <laughs> I was like, are we going to be charged for all fourteen if I don't use all fourteen labels? And he was like, no, that's not how that works. You get charged for the stuff you use. Like he really, I'm glad that you had the same experience. Well, he's so patient with us, but it was very funny because at some point he had to be like, I don't work for them. <laughs> you guys got to figure this out. <laughs> he's really not going to like it when I make him do this to return all this stuff too. <laughs> Maybe we'll figure out a better way. But I am so excited to be there. And I just want to say one thing um, that like, I already have a comedy show there. Oh, I'm really excited. And okay. if you're listening, it'll be like the Sunday, the 15th. So Sunday, the 15th at seven at the Hollywood Improv, I'm going to post it. But Andrew Collin and I are going to run a show. I'm so excited. I, I just, just can't yeah, wait. It's going to be fun. Because such a fun thing that we did in New York was I ran the show with the stand with Francis. And like, we would always, Raina would always come and it would be all of our friends. And so I just kind of, want to recreate that so you guys if you're in LA come out Andrew Collin I'm just so excited we're like reuniting he's one of our besties and he's like an OG of the podcast he's been on more times the most of anybody besides Jared and maybe like one other person but three times I think four times Um, I just love him so much I can't wait for the show and the show is called Hot and Funny Anna designed this really amazing flyer that's very different than mm-hmm. anything. I told her, I was like, I've never had a flyer for anything I've done that's not pink or purple. Like, oh, yeah. It's like uh-huh. ma- masculine. It is. It's sexy. There's <laughs> brick and fire. <laughs> well, I was like, I want a flame theme. She's probably like, okay. <laughs> you do great, Anna. Yeah, we love it. Yeah, I can't wait for the show. Okay, hot and funny. See you guys there. Okay. We want to thank HelloFresh for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Go to HelloFresh.com plus GGE free and use the code GGE free for a free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. So whether your goal is to save money, eat better, stress less around mealtime, or maybe you want to learn how to cook, HelloFresh is fantastic for that. There is so much variety. I love their lunches and dinners. I love their easy cleanup. They call them quick and easy meals. They have 15-minute recipes. Everything's broken out into really simple steps to follow. So they send all these pre-portioned ingredients. There's so much variety on the site. So I'm just like looking at what they have right now. Cheesy pork and fried pickle burgers. Ashley and I am obsessed with the burgers. Sizzling garlic herb butter steak. Oh my gosh. Crunchy curried chickpea bowls. So when I go through this, I think like there's so much stuff that's great for vegetarians or stuff that's great for kids. I love it for a girl's night or a date night. Whatever you're kind of looking for at your mealtime, I really recommend HelloFresh and they just make it so simple. Go to HelloFresh.com slash GGE free and use the code GGE free for a free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash GGE free with code GGE free. Okay, thank you to Helix for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Go to helixsleep.com slash GGE. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Use code HELIXPARTNER20, and you'll get 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows. You guys know how obsessed we are with Helix. Both of us have multiple Helix mattresses. It's all we sleep on. I have made sure that my parents have one, my brother has one, my boyfriend has one. I just refuse to go anywhere and not sleep 
sleep on a Helix mattress. That is how obsessed we are. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, which we love. We have the Lux Collection mattresses, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So for everyone in the family, and you're just going to take their quiz, which is really fun, and then they will give you your personalized mattress recommendation. It's going to be shipped straight to your door free of charge. You can try it out for 100 nights to make sure you love it, and then there's a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. We know everybody sleeps differently. You might sleep on your back, your side, roll around all night on your stomach, or you might want a soft, medium, or firm mattress. We are all so different. So that is why they offer really something for everyone. And so you're just going to order what works best for you, come straight to your door. You can sleep on it that night. You're going to love it. It will change your life. You'll get the best sleep of your life and you can thank us later. So Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash GGE and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer with Helix Better Sleep Starts Now. Okay, you have a story. I have a story. Well, sort of. You know this, but I'll tell the listeners. What? But what do you? What do you? Well, have? I have this dating thing that happened. I might save it for the episodes. We're talking about like dating trends. I can't okay. decide. I read this quote though, and I've been thinking about it a lot. It's not about dating, but it's just. I think it's good energy to bring into the new year. So I just want to say it to you on the podcast. It said, "Who you are is not your fault, but it is your responsibility." And I've been really like thinking about this a lot and it's, I don't have like a lot to say about it. I just, Uh that's like the energy I think I want to bring into the new year. And I think a lot about people that have gone through terrible things in their life and that take responsibility for how they appear in the world because nothing that's happened to you is your fault ever. But I just, I'm really inspired by all these, all the people that are just constantly working on themselves. And I don't know, it's just, I wanted to say it on the podcast. I just, I found it to be an inspiring quote. I love that quote. That's so funny. I was watching this TikTok about this woman. She's a white woman. I think she's from the South. And she was talking about just like internalized racism. And she really stated it in a a really powerful way for like other white people to hear. And it was like along that line of she was like, this is who I am. I don't get offended when people even say I'm racist because I was like born into like this type of lifestyle, but it is my responsibility to work on it and change these things. I I think that's the perfect um, example. And I think that, of course, if you come from extreme trauma, it's really hard to work on yourself. And I'm so impressed by people that will go to therapy and just address their issues. But that's the perfect thing. It's like I was was born into this thing, so it's not my fault. But you can try to change how you are and how Mm -hmm. you appear in the world and how you treat others. And I'm always like interested in people that are like, well, it's not my fault because I went through XYZ. And it's like, but some people went through XYZ and they're not like, this and they don't treat people poorly Mm -hmm. you know yeah I love that way you framed it totally yeah so anyways I just want to say it on the podcast okay great a little nugget let's make a quote Instagram quote thing. Quote quote of the day. Q-O-T-D. I want to tell you, I want to credit the right person. Oh, his name is Corey Muscara, M-U-S-C-A-R-A. So that's who the quote was from. He's a once monk, teacher, writer, speaker. I don't know anything about this person. He's verified on Instagram, but that's who I attribute it to. Okay. Yeah. All right. So good energy to bring into the new year. Okay. What is your story of Jatama? So, well, (laughs) you know this, but I just thought it'd be something funny for the listeners and they can mull it over. So I did go on a sort of date, I don't know, over the holidays whatever. It was like, I had a fun night. Mm-hmm. We ended up at this holiday market, which it's, it's in Delaware. It's called Shellville. It's unreal. You've got to go next year. It's just like the biggest holiday extravaganza I've like, ever seen. And the starboard has a bar there. So they have this like ski chalet style bar. So fun. And this guy that I've gone on a few dates with over the past year plus, 
just showed up. We hadn't spoken and it it's kind of fun. Someone like you're you were kind of hoping to see just shows up. At a holiday market is this it's the most a, Hallmark bullshit you've ever seen. A Hallmark <laughs> movie. It was such a Hallmark movie. So he and he ended up hanging out with us a whole night. Like he kind of like abandoned his group. I mean, I love his like family and the people. Mm-hmm. We I know all these people anyway, but he just kind of like hung out with me and we ended up going like down this there's like a tubing slide that like we just waited in line for it Very forever. Hallmark. We were like drinking, we ate, you know, it was like this fun night. It, it shuts down down kind of early. I think Shelville closes at like nine. We'd been there since six. And I was like, I want to go to Raw. So this bar, Starboard Raw. So we go there. I had two espresso martinis, which is the max. You vary into three, you're fucked. But I had two. I started getting heart palpitations after yeah. two. Yeah. So I had two. I had some wine. So, you know, I still had some drinks. But we were having fun. Like, we have good conversation. Mm-hmm. I've known him now for quite some time. We've gone on some dates. Like, whatever. We've hooked up before. And so it was fun. But he, was, he wasn't drinking that much. And then he drove me home back to Matt's. And... Like, I was thinking that we would, like, maybe make out in the car. It's so weird. This has happened before. He's, like, driving me back to my brother's house, you know? And we get back in the driveway, and he just gets out of the car pretty quickly. And I was like, oh, all right, well, whatever. And I just was in some, like, sassy, spicy mood. And I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) And he was like, like, I'm going to walk you to the door. And I was like... No, you're not. My brother has a ring doorbell. There's no way we're walking to the door. So Mac can roast you the whole forever. day. Literally forever. I walked through that spider web in the summer. I was like, Matt, I just thought I could walk through a spider web. Within seconds, he sent me the footage of me like yeah, you can't swatting be away. It. Like I was like, if a guy drops me off and my brother sees it on his, he would get up right then. I bet my brother could feel it and he would wake up and I would never live it down. If you guys are listening, you have like younger brothers, older brothers, like siblings at all like they would never let you live that down to watch my brother would play that forever <laughs> it would be every family holiday my brother would put it on at my mom's house want to look at rain on this date <laughs> so like it just was kind of awkward it, i we've had some awkward moments like for sure for sure I, I don't think that we're a match i don't know if we like each other i can't tell i think we have a good time that's so funny i can't tell i think we should join us friends honestly i think he feels that way i think i feel that way but i mean in the moment i was like we should be we should make out whatever yeah. like we've been drinking it's a hallmark movie night you know yeah definitely. so i just was like a little annoyed. And again, I was in this like spicy mood. So he was like, I was going to walk you to the door. I'm like, no, you're not. Like Matt, Matt's not going to see this. And I was like, we were supposed to make out in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just threw up peace signs and walked inside. If you've listened to this podcast for a few years, this is an Ashley Heseltine signature move. <laughs> when she doesn't get what she wants at the door. <laughs> She's, if you remember around COVID times, she also threw peace signs and bounced into if the... I think we're making out and we, <laughs> and we don't, don't. You're getting a peace sign and we're never going to talk again. <laughs> um, so we haven't spoken, but I, mean, I, just, like, I think he is great and nice and we've had fun together and that's just all it is. Like, I don't, I think he thinks I'm a little much and a little crazy and my bitch. <laughs> All the peace signs solidified it if you didn't think it then. No, I feel like we've, and this is good, like on theme for today's episode because we're talking about Dane Change 2023. I think it's just important to like reframe your mind that like not every person has to be the person you fall in love with. There's merit to like every type of person. This guy is just somebody that like you have a romantic connection with. You get to go on Ish. dates with him when you're home. Apparently, not. <laughs> no, keep going. Sorry. Um, 
But like, it, not everything has to be like a where's this going situation. Totally. I think we put so much pressure on ourselves one weekend to be like, am I going to marry this guy? And it's just like, I don't know. Some people are fun to just go on a date with. Not this guy, but <laughs> <laughs> it was fun until I didn't get what I wanted. But it's totally true. I love that. This is like someone I sometimes run into, sometimes hang out with, you know, have hooked up with drunkly one night, like when I'm home and it's fine. I, and he's great. And mm-hmm. I don't know that he'd say I was great. <laughs> I think, I think he likes you. Say, I think you would say she's entertaining. Yeah. Well, he entertains you too. That's all it's for. Um, I was trying to sleep with my one night stand from a few weeks ago on New Year's. And Rita, those texts, I don't even them? know what it was. No one. Listen, he texts me with as few words and syllables as humanly possible. Like all the time? All the time. Okay. We don't speak sentences to each other. He's like no your dad. One, yeah. But except <laughs> for he doesn't write L-U-V-U at the end of the, yeah. every single one. No one disrespects me more. It's what? really shocking. What? I don't care. Do you do it too. Like, do you feel like you're respecting him? No, yeah, it's not like at mutual all. Disrespect. It's a mutual disrespect. I mean, we try to literally use as few words with each other as possible. Saturday, he wrote sup. I wrote yo. He said, what doing? <laughs> he can't even be bothered to write, what are you doing? I wrote party. What doing is the best. <laughs> it's so rude. It is literally like, I don't respect you at all. So I wrote party. And he wrote where, and I wrote East Village, you. And he wrote now, I wrote why. He said, want to hang. I said, can't. He said, okay. I said, okay. He said, let's hang. I said, you won't. He said, what? I said, we'll see. (laughs) He said, oh, wow. (laughs) At 10.34, I sent W-I-D. He said, come over. I said, come out. He said, come here. I said, no. He said, (laughs) he said, K. I said, K. And then at 1 a.m. I said, W-I-D, let's play. He said, let's. I said, give me your address. He said, what? I said, give me your address. He no. said, are you coming? And I wrote, nah, home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wanna, um, I'll send this to Anna. I want to show this Instagram story I have where I pan the room at the New Year's party and you hold up your phone. And if you look closely, you can see that it's just teeny, tiny little text bubbles going back and forth. I'm going to have Anna put it up on the screen. <laughs> Yeah, please do. <laughs> and it's, I like laugh so hard in the video. <laughs> it's really so funny. I mean, I just don't care. And I don't think he does either. It feels nice. <laughs> Not give it. It feels nice. Up. And it's funny because like we have a bunch of friends in common and everybody keeps being like, he's so great. Isn't he so great? Oh, he's the best. Like literally no. He's literally the worst person I've ever met. Actually, <laughs> this guy couldn't respect me less. <laughs> so and, yeah. And vice versa. <laughs> okay. One thing rec wise. So, I have continued my Colleen Hoover journey, mm-hmm. which I had said that I read Verity, which was a weird Colleen Hoover book to start with. If you guys probably know who Colleen Hoover is, if you're on TikTok or in the world, and why is Verity a weird one to start with? Well, I, I'd explained on the podcast how she wrote this book and published it independently because it right. was like so different than her other books, uh-huh. and it was like super fucked up and twisted. I love it, Verity. I recommend it. But that's how I started my Colleen Hoover journey. So everyone was like, "Do it ends with us." And it starts with us. It ends with us. Comes first. It starts with us as a sequel. And oh my God, the way I blew through these, the way that they're like living in my soul, I like miss them. I miss the characters. And it was so nice. I was at the beach. I bought It Ends With Us at Browse About Books, which is my favorite bookstore at the beach. And then I bought the sequel. I ran out and got it the next day at the Strand. So I did like one more stop at the Strand before I left New York. And... If you know, you know, but so good. Maybe just I'll take it with me. If you could take them both. I mean, I don't know, Raina. You feel like don't really like fiction. But I feel like these two books I've been seeing on Instagram like more than anything. I mean, they're, they're unbelievable. I don't I know that I need to like get into them. I mean, there are love stories, but there's like trigger warning. There's some abuse. I think it comes, I need to read the full story. I think it comes from her 
personal experience. Don't quote me on that. But Colleen Hoover, I think she's writing from experience. I should have looked this up. And I mean... I don't even, I love them. So I like blew through them so quickly. I like, I get it. Like, again, I say this all the time. I'm a basic ass bitch. I knew I would love them. Everyone's like, you're going to love it. I don't need to be counterculture. I don't need to be like, no, I don't read the books that everyone loves. Like I'm going to like a bestseller. I'm the most basic bitch on the planet. I'm leaning into it. I knew I would love them. <laughs> like, so those are my racks. Hot take Colleen Hoover. But okay, here's the fascinating thing. It ends with us, the first one. Again, remember, they're kind of backwards. It ends with us as first. It starts with us as second. She was never going to write a sequel to It Ends With Us. She was like, I don't need to write about the, these, these characters' trauma anymore. I want to like let it lie. The internet forced her into it. Wait, is, it starts with us is the sequel, but is it like really like a prequel? No, it's not a prequel. And oh. that's what I originally thought. Okay. It's not. It's just, it's like those are the names. Uh-huh. But so you, yeah, you almost are like, do I care about a prequel? Not a prequel. It's Got a it. sequel. Okay. She tricked us. So it gets title. a little confusing. She, she even writes it at the end of the book. She's like, I don't, I wasn't going to do this, but you guys like bullied me into it. And I'm, I'm so grateful you did. Like uh-huh. literally like people were like, we need more and we need to know what happens with these two characters, Lily and Atlas. Like she, I love it. I love that the I internet was like, no, you don't. <laughs> you better get to writing, Colleen. I see it all the time on Instagram. So I'll take it with me. Okay. All right. We'll have them both for you. We also, Ashley got me to watch a like Christmas Hallmark movie. <gasps> Your mom hated the commentary. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm so glad you brought this up. On Christmas Day, we watched the Lindsay Lohan Falling for Christmas on Netflix. It's the peak of me being a piece of shit, being at your parents' house on Christmas Day. I don't put on clothes till 4 p.m. Yeah. I'm sweaty and gross and I just eat and do nothing. We watched that movie, the Lindsay Lohan movie. So, <laughs> so here's the thing. Rain and I are, most of our friendship is based on talking shit and making each other laugh. That's really, I mean, yes, we love each other. We support each other or whatever. Yeah, we run two businesses, but that's how we bond the most. And I love that movie, but it is cheesy. It's not as cheesy as like Hallmark. It's Netflix. It's it's great, but it is a cheesy Christmas movie. So Rain and I are talking shit the whole time. Never stopped. And my mom like didn't love it. She was like, girls, you're so, she's like, I wish I could have enjoyed it, but I had your commentary the whole time. It's like, you're welcome for this free comedy show. You just got to come to an exclusive experience with Girls Gotta Eat. (laughs) (laughs) Love your mom. I know. My mom was kind of upset that you didn't eat her pie. Every year she needs to be upset about one thing I won't eat. (laughs) She gets still talking about it. So I have to kind of talk. I have to tell her like you know, Reyna was full and she's not like so huge on desserts. And she was like, but I asked her before if she would like that kind of pie. So here's, here's the thing. You are this like food person. Mm -hmm. So what you like and what you eat of hers, she actually, she just takes extra. I didn't know. Yeah. It means more. Okay. All right. Well then I I had to explain to her. I was like, mom, Reyna's fucking weird. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, she's not, don't even, she's, she's going to have weird. Just, you can't base your culinary skills on whether Reyna eats or not. Well, there's she's a lot got of- weird shit going on. Yeah, she's a f- <laughs> she's a great palate. She knows food, uh, whatever. But don't worry she's about her got weird shit going on. <laughs> I was like, mom, you should have seen where Raina chose to eat on my birthday. She went to this dusty little <laughs> convenience store in Spain, bodega to- in Barcelona, and it was really nice to eat sardines that were sitting out. <laughs> They've been sitting out for who knows how long. That's what she did on my birthday. And I I think about that a lot, how rude that was. It was so rude. Uh, I was like, no, it was a bad birthday. But I had to kind of tell her, like, 
I did talk a little shit on you. I was like, don't even worry about what she thinks. <laughs> what was worse, your birthday that year or New Year's Eve 2021 <laughs> alone at that hotel? My birthday this year was pretty brutal because we started the day with you being a selfish bitch. And then, <laughs> and then I got blisters and then my flight got canceled. Oh, so yes, Ooh. but I was like, my life is great. We went to Greece. I'm not complaining, but yeah, it was the worst birthday I've had in terms of Raina <laughs> choosing not to have a meal with me, then leaving me, and then going to the airport, and then also getting blisters, and then flight delay. It was selfish. Flight, flight canceled. Yeah, it was selfish. Already had a lot of talks in December about her birthday in July. <laughs> well, everybody's trying to plan a trip. Yeah. But uh, Sydney's fine. I mean, she loves you, obviously, like a daughter, but well, there's she, a lot of, she's really she's sensitive. She is sensitive. There's also a lot of things that I don't eat, which I should just send her the list ahead of time. So oh, she the peppers. Get yeah. Last year was peppers. I don't, bell peppers, I won't put them in my mouth. I don't even like them. They can't be adjacent to anything I'm eating. Yeah. Can't, I can't pick around them. Um, green beans, I don't really like. Fennel, I don't really like. There's a lot of vegetables I'm just not a huge fan of. Yeah, I think just get ahead of it for next year. Write a list. She's sensy. She's sensitive. Yeah, she is sensitive. I feel like I did hurt her feelings. That pie looked bomb. Why didn't you want it? Stephanie made you were just 19 too full. types of pasta. I know. There we, was two fresh pastas. No one needed all that pasta. Uh, yeah. There was chicken cutlets. There was Caesar salad. Meatballs. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about the meatballs. We did There's, Italian two years in a row now. I love it. It's my favorite tradition. Ashley keeps all the whole meal. Love it. Love it well, so much. here's the thing. We've we've just decided to mix it up and we have a Christmas dinner at Matt's house and we do Italian they make homemade pasta. But I really want to do Mexican, but I'm not going to do it because of you. Thank you. Oh yeah, I'll put that on the list. Mexican food. <laughs> also bacon, not a huge fan. <laughs> you know about this. I don't love pork. You I'll know. eat bacon, but yeah. it has to be so well done it can shatter. Same. You don't like pork belly. I mean, I don't really eat pork. I don't really eat pigs. I just picked an animal that I was like, I feel bad about this. Yeah. Um, but you still eat octopus. A lot of people won't eat octopus. Because they're because that they're movie. So smart. Yeah. A lot of people won't eat octopus. That's out yeah, from a lot of people. Movie. Don't do it. My best friend. I heard it my made, like men teacher. cry. Yeah, Francis was Francis. <laughs> Francis is the most masculine looking man and the softest little mush on the inside. I mean, he, he he's the one that like talked me into the breast reduction. <laughs> like every other man, our friend's husbands were like, don't do it. He really is like he's like uh super thoughtful and sensitive and like he has a high EQ. Yes, he does. He's married. Sorry, girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, okay. I have like a little date story, but I'll tell you during the episode. Um, Perfect. And that's it. Okay. So I love gift giving at this time of year, but when finding great gifts, things can really start to add up. And that's why this season I am shopping with Quince. Quince is the go-to place for luxury essentials at affordable prices for everyone on my list, including myself. We'd like to thank Quince for supporting our show. Go to quince.com slash GGE to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your order. So I'm really, really glad I found this company and this site. Everything is so affordable, but looks really luxury. Uh, so as you're perusing it, they have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters. They have washable silk tops and dresses. They have cotton sweaters and all kinds of comfy stuff, like just cozy pants that you can wear. I love the colors. I love the styles, but the prices is, are really the reason to shop here on top of obviously the selection. Prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. So it's unbelievable. It partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman and it just passes the savings directly onto you from Quince. And 
I just love what they're doing. I love the styles. There's so much variety and it is such a one-stop shop, whether you're shopping for kids, you're a significant other, your parents, anybody will really love this. You can get affordable luxury for everyone on your list with Quince. Go to quince.com slash GGE to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash GGE for free shipping and 365 day returns. Okay. We want to thank HelloFresh for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Go to HelloFresh.com slash GGE free and use the code GGE free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. So whether your goal is to save money, eat better, stress less around mealtime, or maybe you want to learn how to cook, HelloFresh is fantastic for that. There is so much variety. I love their lunches and dinners. I love their easy cleanup. They call them quick and easy meals. They have 15-minute recipes. Everything's broken out into really simple steps to follow. So they send all these pre-portioned ingredients. There's so much variety on the site. So I'm just like looking at what they have right now. Cheesy pork and fried pickle burgers. Ashley and I am obsessed with the burgers. Sizzling garlic herb butter steak. Oh my gosh. Crunchy curried chickpea bowls. So when I go through this, I think like there's so much stuff that's great for vegetarians or stuff that's great for kids. I love it for a girl's night or a date night. Whatever you're kind of looking for at your mealtime, I really recommend HelloFresh. And they just make it so simple. Go to HelloFresh.com slash GGE free and use the code GGE free for a free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash GGE free with code Gge free. I forgot to mention Emily in Paris season three. Oh yeah, you've been really into it. It was so do you watch it, Anna? Yeah, everybody watches it but I you. Know I'm the only one. I know. I know. It's, Anna, do you love it? Oh come oh yeah. Oh obviously, yes. There's like a great story. Do you think she's gay or think she's dabbling? What do you think? Yes, there is a lesbian storyline in, in season three. Oh bisexual. Yeah. I'm not going to watch it. I'm just, maybe. I guess I, it's not really for you. I just, you know, the first season was so corny. And then, I mean, whatever. It's like a predictable show. Mm-hmm. But, and then I said the second season, I actually liked it. I wasn't hate watching it. And the now I'm fully in. I love it so much. It's like the most feel good. Yeah, people it's love so it. It's easy to watch. It's so fun to watch. It's so beautiful. The fashion. The Listen, guys are so you. hot. I watch the shittiest trash on earth. No, no. I just think you might like it. Maybe. Is You're it not going to do it. You think it's on the plane? On the plane? Tomorrow. I, um, oh, do they do it? I don't know. I don't know. Netflix. Yeah, just right. download it. We'll see. But I'm like, anyway, I love season three. Again, can't recommend Welcome to the Chippendales enough. Oh, I yeah. I have to so that, much. Into that. Um, I said that last week or the last episode. I'm not watching anything. I just finished The Hills. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's get into it. <laughs> I can't. I was like, I can't do this again. Um, okay. Dating trends. 2023. That's what we're talking about today. Um, so this is inspired by an article that you found. We'll talk about the article. Um, and then we pulled our listeners and asked you guys what you thought dating trends would be in 2023. Really overwhelmingly, we saw like a bunch of them just same, 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 same. And I love the energy people yeah. bring into this year. So I did my reading with Kelly. Mm-hmm. This is Kelly Knight. Uh, she has been on the show twice. She is the most incredible 
tarot reader, psychic. She has a shop in Atlanta and a shop here in Nolita in New York called Modern Mystic. You guys should check it out. A lot of you guys already had. If, and just, if, actually, if you're on a trip to New York, it is my favorite street to shop on. And yeah. it's just so much fun. And um, her store is just great, like fixture on that street. Yeah. And you can just follow her on Instagram, Modern Mystic underscore shop. They have a bunch of funny things. They did the, um, we were talking about this the other night. They did the White Lotus characters, like their astrology uh-huh. on their Instagram. Anyway, it's a fun follow. But so she has done tarot readings for me and she has predicted everything in my life with extreme accuracy. So she predicted my entire career back before I ever met Raina. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's it if is. you would listen, I have the recording, if you would listen back to it, the way she outlined what would happen in my life professionally in 2017, in June, a few months before I met you, mm-hmm. from the podcast to the touring, it's wild. It's yeah. really unbelievable. Um, I mean, she's psychic, whatever. Well, so, she made me a believer. I always thought that like all of this stuff was <laughs> made up and ridiculous. And I met her and I was like, I fully believe in this now. I mean, she's made me cry during readings. And she's just really like, powerful. Yeah. So we did my reading and we did talk about my love life. And I think that one thing that she said to me, because I said this, I said this last week that I do want to have a relationship this year. And what she said to me, I think kind of fits with what we're talking about today with some of like intentional dating and things like that. So I also just need to say, I went to go back to listen to last year's episode of my goals for the year. And last year, the episode of 2022, I said, I wanted to have more sex. And that's what I did all of 2022. I didn't say I wanted a relationship. All I said was like, I want to have more sex. We're starting this company. And then I like just did. Okay. Like, I really feel like I I, am good at manifesting and saying it. So I really feel so strongly like when I say it out loud and tell you guys and stuff like that. So anyway, she just said this thing and I I wrote it down from our recording from the tarot reading about finding a partner. She does, she does see it happening probably in the second half of the year or close to my birthday. She said, your work should be letting go of any conflicting thoughts, ideas, and beliefs about partnership. So really watching how you talk about men, talk about relationships, how you think about things, and any sort of doubts or beliefs or phrasing that is contrary to what you want consciously omit from the picture. So she said, I, I hear you say things like, I have a grateful life. I'm so happy. I don't need a man. She said, I would change that to, I have a grateful life. I'm so happy. And I would love a partner to share that with. Mm-hmm. So she said, just those little tweaks, just be fully inviting without any caveats because sometimes me or whoever else she said sometimes those things can also be a defense mechanism like you don't want to fully claim what you want in case you don't get it I don't know I feel like I'm pretty honest or are you like but you lean into it and you almost like manifest that that you're just like I don't need one so I'm not looking for one yeah but I mean I'm all when I say that I mean it you know and I I just I don't feel that way right now like I do want somebody it's not immediate but you know Mm -hmm. I do want to find somebody this year that I'm really excited about and that I can be in a relationship with and she just says think about your future self and make choices in that way. And she also said, you may have to energetically increase your capacity. Like you feel like full, like you feel like your life is full. Everything's full. Like you may have to really energetically make space for someone else and Mm -hmm. like consciously think about that. So we're going to talk about some of the trends this year. A lot of it's like just about intentionality and none of this is like brand new shit, but I love that she said that to me. And I feel like that I can pass it on to you guys. If you feel as though you are looking for somebody genuinely, that's what you want. Like don't say things otherwise. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that you say stuff enough, not you personally, but that you start to believe it. And one thing that a couple of years ago, somebody I was dating said to me, like, you talk about hating men a lot. 
this was like in the end of 2020. He was like, you really talk about how terrible men are like continuously. And I had to like sort of think like, is that true or is he exaggerating? But I think sometimes it's hard with this podcast because I hear so many horrible stories and you mm-hmm. and I hear a lot of the negativity that women are going through um, or men, but just about how terrible men treat them. And um, it really seeps in sometimes. So I've had to like do the work to not constantly be like, men are terrible. I hate men. Men are the fucking worst. What the fuck are men? You know? And I think that you say something enough, you start to like believe it. And like, that's bad energy for me to bring into dating, mm-hmm. you know? So I've thought about that a lot over the years too. Yeah. And I think, you know, we can always say things like men are trash and it's like, it doesn't mean that <laughs> all of them are. And, but like, I don't, you know, I'm going to, I want to be aware of like the things that I'm saying that I want, that they, that actually is what I want or what I don't want, mm-hmm. you know? So anyway, that was my, from my reading and I just, I, I was like thinking back. I was like, I don't think I said I wanted a partner last year. I didn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to get fucked. Well, and then I, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it was great. I feel like moving is an incredible opportunity to date also. Like people always ask us like, what do I do in a new city? Or I feel like I don't have friends and how do I meet people? And dating is the best way to feel less lonely, mm-hmm. how to meet people. Not every relationship is going to turn into a romantic one. You could just make friends. And so I feel like LA is going to push me to date more because you know me, I want one social interaction a day, maybe. And mm-hmm. like, I'm full after that. I don't need more, but I'm going to have to work a little harder for social interactions. I don't have as many people I can call there that can just, that are down the street, mm-hmm. that can just appear. So I'll have to work a little harder, which I think will inspire me to date more. And I'm excited I, I about also that. just, I was out, oh, I was I was just out with Meryl um, the night, a couple nights ago. And I was like, talking about this exact thing and like the way that I dated when I first moved to New York, I was like so excited. And I, that, that was, it was more than just that first year, you know, I obviously, but now I just, I'm, I've been tired of it for quite some time. I think Mm -hmm. that you have too. And I think you just burn out a little. You need something fresh. Mm -hmm. Like I felt very done with Atlanta and was ready to move. And I probably would have moved earlier if I hadn't met someone who I did fall in love with. Like I felt burnout on that dating scene. I was like, this has just been, it's been too many years of being single and dates. And a lot of it's fun too. When you have great stories and you have good sex and things like that, but there's also disappointments along the way. And you're like, I just am burnt out. I can't get it up to date here anymore. Yeah. I'm ready to be disappointed in a different way. (laughs) Yeah. But I just, and I'm not saying that everybody should move or everybody even has that luxury, but I do think that, like, it's, I just want to validate it that you can, you've been single for a long time in the same city. It starts to feel like you're not wrong for being like, I don't want to fucking do this Mm -hmm. anymore. And the guys just start to feel the same. And a change of scenery can really help. I think so. And then you start to date, like, people always say, like, it's so easy to meet on vacation. I think it's like Mm -hmm. the same energy when you first move to a new city Mm because you're like, you know, you're new to your new fresh mate. Yeah. I'm being like way more bold about guys. Yeah, you are. I'm really been reaching out. Well, that's for your trend for the year, being bold. Um, And the last thing I'll say about um, intentionality is I was raised by a a mother who was really important to her. And I've said this in the show before to always instill in me that like, God forbid, you know, your, your husband leaves you or he dies, make sure you can support yourself. And that was like the primary um, lesson in my home growing up was like, make sure you make money, have a career, you can support yourself. It wasn't date with intentionality really. Like nobody ever told me like, don't go out with people you wouldn't marry. Don't go out with people Mm -hmm. you wouldn't have a long-term serious relationship with. And so as I get older, I hopefully date with more intentionality because I find people that are completely ridiculous and I don't need to like lean into it as mm-hmm. much. So um, I also think that's important too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I just think we've talked about this with you before, just going after people that are very clearly not going to be a long-term match or yeah. they are not emotionally available. And you can do that all the time when you're younger, but if you get, to, well, you can do it whenever, but if you feel like you want a partner, then those yeah. are the behaviors you have to just like keep tabs on. Yeah. So this article, I mean, 
it's from the knot, but they really, they interviewed Shan Boudram mm-hmm. and a couple other experts. So I just found it to be a really great article when I was looking up 2023 trends. And uh, we were just going to go through some of them and then share in our listeners as well. The first one is infladating, which it's, a, it's the buzzy dating term you're about to hear everywhere. And it just is about inflation and needing to do cheaper <laughs> dates, which I feel so validated reading these because we've talked about most of them. Like we were talking about how much we love a cheap date a couple weeks ago, a few weeks, probably months ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like, you can have a cheap date. We, we don't want to date cheap people, but like you can have a picnic, you can do inexpensive things that are still really fun. I'm totally fine with it. I, I feel like whatever, you can pay a bunch of money to take me on a date. I don't care, but the stakes feel a little bit higher. It mm-hmm. just feels like a little more like heavy to me. I'm totally fine with like a couple of, I drink beer now, a couple of beers. <laughs> it, it says, it says this shift toward affordable dating is echoed by Tinder statistics too. In the brand's 2022 review titled year and swipe data from users indicates that the dinner date could soon be dead. I love that. Tinder found that mentions of picnics, 43%, mini golf, 56%, and drive-ins, 34%, and Tinder bios all increased this year, suggesting that singles are meeting up for more than just dinner and drinks these days. They're opting for less traditional, more authentic, and sometimes sober ways to get to know one another. Other creative activities like camping. Fuck that. <laughs> camping. That street so food, bad. though. I like street food for you. That sounds amazing. Like- I love this. I love that the, like, the mentions in the bios is like more popular and probably getting mm-hmm. people more of those type of dates. I love a mini golf date. I love a mini golf I date. I love a food festival date. You can do a food <laughs> festival. I'll suck your dick on site. I just, I love the idea of it. And we can try a bunch of stuff and walk around. And I just don't, I'm not signing up to sit down at dinner with a person. Like you've done it recently and you wanted this like really expensive, nice, fun, fancy date. And that's fine time to time, but it's not really what I want to do mm-hmm. necessarily. Um, one thing this article started with that I thought was interesting and we talk about it a lot, but like, there's, we're like at this inflection point where there's like more access to dating tips, dating advice than ever in the history of the world. Like I remember, and I've talked about this in every interview we've ever done. When I was 28, my fiance left me. I was like, no one's ever been left by a fiance. And now I could find 10 million podcasts, tips, TikToks about this. And I think that like some of the things that came up, like I've been hearing about like cheaper dates for a while, but I think that like we're actually starting to take all this knowledge and really put it into mm-hmm. action a lot more. Because um, it takes a little while to actually make a habit out of the stuff that you hear. Yeah, I, I love that. And I'm just even thinking of the date that I mentioned earlier. Like the most fun part of that date was like going down the, this like waiting in line and just chatting and mm-hmm. then getting the tubes and like going down this like snow slide uh-huh. and then having like drinks at the bar. Like I don't want to sit at a table I'm not trying to across from someone. I don't want to do it. And maybe there's like some I mean, cheese do curds yeah. that we can order or something. Boo, I just like boo. <laughs> You're going <laughs> to go there tonight. Bar. Getting wasted there tonight. <laughs> but I just, I like this infladating and the dinner date is dead in 2023. I love Listen, it. Listen, have dinner. We love dinner. I'm just saying like, <laughs> just as a sound bite. I just, I went out to, when we first started this podcast, I went on a dinner date and it was just, it was so long. It was just, I mean, it just upped the ante and I didn't want to be there. And I love a Runyon Canyon date. You know, I did a Runyon Canyon date before. You were invited. You didn't come. <laughs> well, I knew that I was not supposed to come. Okay. It was like one of those invites you're not supposed to accept. We were in the lobby of that hotel. He was like, Raina, do you want to come? I was like, stop invited her. <laughs> yeah, but you know that I was never... First of all, it's, it was exercise, and that was before I exercised. And second of all, that's not a date you come on. No. So we, uh, this was years ago. Oh my gosh. We did Running Canyon and then went and got tacos after where I was like, this is perfect. That guy's hot. I would watch him walk up Running Canyon all day. I would have come just to watch. And if he's single, I'll, I'll reconnect. Um, it's I don't know if sober dating is on this or not, but sober dating, we pulled our listeners also, and you guys really came up with the same stuff over and over and over again that I loved seeing. Sober dating came up a lot. And 
I think some people are hesitant to do it, but like, I don't know. I go on a date and I have like three drinks. I don't remember anything you said. And then I got to admit, I don't remember anything you said. Yeah, and then I'm an I, asshole at the end of the night. I just peace sign you and out. <laughs> door. Like, yeah, I love sober dating. I should be doing it. And also, I just, I'm fun when I'm sober. Yeah. I don't need a personality drink. I, I could do better if actually I was sober. I shut the fuck yeah. up a little bit sometimes. <laughs> I mean, this is, again, it's like live your truth. And like, especially when you're younger, the thought of like going on a sober date, I couldn't even imagine. I used to take shots before dates when I was like in my early 20s. But yeah, I don't like when I can hear my voice starting to change or be slurry or just I'm not thinking as quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so totally. Um, I also just have to, I, I think that like some people are like, are men intimidated by my success? And I've always said, well, it depends on how you speak about your success and your humility. And I have one too many drinks and I might pop off a little bit about like performing at the Apollo and it's not attractive on a first date to do that. And I'd rather somebody just look it up. Mm-hmm. So something that came up from our listeners over and over and over again um, was death of the dating apps. And I don't think that they'll ever die out. I think it's a perfect way to meet people, especially if you don't have access to people. Um, but people said that they wanted to make much more of a conscious effort to talk to people in real life and to like approach people mm-hmm. at bars and that they've gotten over this like nervousness. And I do think there's just been also, again, so much more dating information in the world in the last few years that makes people feel like, I'll walk up to somebody at a bar, who cares, you know, mm-hmm. and say hello. And I think it's so important to just say yes to everything. And that's what I, that's my intentionality in LA, just do things, you'll meet more people. Um, but people are just like, I want to get off the apps. I don't want to swipe. I want to meet people in real life. And it's a huge effort. It is a pain in the ass. You really have to put yourself out there. But I do think that you get really great results. I mean, all my relationships have been people I've met in real life. Yeah, and we can uh, throw back to John Berger. We recommend both of John Berger's books. First one, Datanomics. The second one, Make Your Move. And I think... I think I'm right about this. I think Make Your Move has the like challenge where you actually challenge yourself to meet people other ways other than dating apps. But also on one of the trends in this article, and they interviewed Shan for this one as well, was conscious swiping. So just not swiping on somebody just because or like all willy nilly and really looking at what they have on their profile and considering people before just swiping right. And it says, now we're coming to a point in history where self-awareness is at the forefront of conversations, including dating. People are realizing that they need to take their dating lives into their own hands. And that includes dating with more intention. That quote was from Kirsty Taylor. She's a dating coach and relationship writer. That wasn't from Shan. But she says at first the dating app game was just a free-for-all and people just swipe and hope you find somebody good. And so it's just more intentional swiping. Mm-hmm. Conscious I, swiping. I think so much of us are just really learning what we want, what our boundaries are, what our boundaries don't have to be. And I think that this is really great. I love to hear it. Somebody wrote, um, in turn, if you want to get off the app, the streets are calling. The streets are calling. <laughs> I want all these to be a soundbite. So it's like the dinner date is dead. Dating apps are dead. Um, the streets are calling. Okay. I love this one. Following research back dating tips. This is so great. Because again, like you have just been saying, there's just so much more information out so there much. that we didn't used to have. So it just says, you know, you've if you've spent any time in social media, you probably are familiar with dating terms like love bombing, gaslighting, attachment style, of course, ghosting. So I guess this is from Shan again. It says people are becoming more savvy in the dating field, understanding negative and manipulating behaviors and having names for them is a big trend this year. So I think even just... Listen, also sometimes you see these and they're not right. You know, you're just like, that's not what gaslighting is. Like not everybody that puts something on the internet is correct. So look to people that are really speaking the truth and for experts and people like us. Uh, But knowing it is so important. And again, it's not like attachment styles. It's not like like the book Attached is new, but 
there's so much buzz about it in the recent years and it's a game changer. Like mm-hmm. something as simple as that is even understanding attachment styles. We did a great episode with Andrew Huberman about it. Like these things are just having knowledge and expertise to back up your dating life. Yeah. So I say it all the time. Like I feel like I didn't, it's not that like being young, you're an idiot. It's just, you maybe didn't have access to this information. You didn't know it. Like I remember my ex when I was like 22, I was like, I would be hysterical and he'd be like, I'm sorry, you're making yourself so upset. And like, Mm -hmm. I didn't know the term gaslighting and I couldn't name it. So I didn't really know what was happening. I just knew it hurt. And I feel like it feels powerful to be able to be like, I know what this is. I can read the situation. I know exactly what you're doing. And you feel like you have like more power in the situation if you understand it better. And something that came up a lot, actually paying attention to and believing red flags, spotting them early and bouncing and having all this information allows you to do that. And you and I talk a lot about like not writing every person off for every little thing. Like I don't, if you have a dimple that's misplaced or maybe you have different hobbies than me, fine. But like real red flags and somebody tells you something really shitty about themselves in the beginning, just believe it and move on. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, I'm even thinking about like, we're talking about gaslighting. That just is an easy example, but love bombing, like mm-hmm. that was, that's a newer ish term, you know, in the past years since we probably started this podcast where before you knew that term or you'd seen anything about it, or you'd heard it on a podcast or read an article about it. It, you were like, what is going, something just feels off. Mm-hmm. And like, why should this, why does this feel like a red flag? This person's like all about me. And then you realize these, that these things happen. Sometimes they're manipulation tactics or just like where they're coming from. And it just helps. It all helps. Yeah. The love languages really helped me too. Also yeah. really not a new concept, but. Oh my God. I read that. Well, we know, we know my story. But <laughs> I realized my ex was services and that's when I cooked for him and he just ate my pussy all night. Yep. Still that empanada recipe somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, but being able to like say to myself, okay, maybe this person doesn't show love in this way, but this is their way of showing love. And is that enough for me was like important. And I dated somebody, I just banged my head against the wall trying to change him. And then once you understand this, you can actually just make it an informed decision and move on, which I did. He's hot, but we didn't work out. Yeah. All of this is leading you back to Girls Gotta Eat. We have tackled all of this in the 251 episododes. So if you're newer here, get in there. And if not, share this with a friend because that's all you need. Yeah. We've done it all. We've done it all. We'll teach you how to make friends, how to move to a new city, how to get along with your mom, how to date. Okay. I I wanted to say this one because I feel like you touched on it earlier about the IRL dating. It says chasing the meat cute IRL. So it says more people are realizing that love just won't happen to them. That's that Kirsty Taylor. So if they want to meet someone off of dating apps, they need to create situations and moments where they can meet someone in person. And it says, if anything, chasing a meet cute, whether virtually or in person, is a great way to preserve the excitement of dating in 2023. Shan says, people used to ask, are you looking for something serious? Are you looking for something fun? But why can't looking for something serious be fun? Yeah. I just, I love it because I think everybody wants that. Everybody wants that rom-com meet cute and it still happens. Look at your dad. (laughs) Well, (laughs) what's going on with your dad and his thruple? He couldn't change it for the hot ones. (laughs) Well, I had a meet cute I was going to tell you about. Um, So I am trying to date more intentionality, put myself out there um, and I'm just going for it. I've been flirting with this one guy that I've decided might be my boyfriend in LA. Oh my God, I love him. I mean, he's, he's tall and skinny. Um, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about tall skinny guys, but I really put myself out there the other oh. day. Um, so Jeremy was in my apartment for like 12 hours the other day. My friend, Jeremy. Um, Fuck Jeremy. also by the way, somebody was like, have you guys dated? People ask all the time, have my friend Jeremy and I dated? And I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just, I don't want to cock block myself. Cause he was on my Instagram story. And I was like, I just feeling so much love for him. Cause he did mm-hmm. so much for me. And I was like, I love him so much. I'm going to miss him. And a bunch of people were like, have you guys ever dated? Will you? And so I put an Instagram story up that was like, no, we've never dated. And he's single. Get in there. And then I got a bunch of DMS from our listeners going, girl, do 
you not realize you admit you fucked him on this podcast? Yeah. And I was like, wait, am I lying? But we never dated. We just slept together a bunch of times. Uh, yeah, and your Instagram story, I, was like, if I could see where it felt misleading. Just yeah. to validate those people. Yeah, I do too. And I was sitting there like, am I a liar? But no, am we, I the, it's, it's, hi, it's the problem. I'm the problem, hi, it's the me. Problem, it's me. <laughs> um, we never dated. We just slept together a bunch of times when we first met, like seven years ago. So <laughs> we've all been there. Not, uh, I'm saying not with Jeremy. We've all fucked our friend. Friends. <laughs> a lot of people of our listeners have been there with Jeremy. <laughs> I just want to clarify. I haven't. Not Ashley. Um, yeah. Okay, let me find you this DM. So Jeremy was in my place, and this guy started making fun of him on Instagram. And what, like DMing you, making fun of him? So no, this guy Venmo requested $27 from Jeremy. And Jeremy was like, what the fuck is this? And basically it said like, I tried this restaurant that you went to and you said the carbonara was great and it was terrible and I want my money back from you. And so he Venmo requested Jeremy. Jeremy's like, fuck this motherfucker. And he's like, he finds him on Instagram and he's like arguing with this guy. And Jeremy Venmo's him back for $500. Like requests it. Requests it. And then the guy Venmoed him two cents and he was like, I'm just giving you my two cents. Sense. And I was oh, like, wait, that's funny. <laughs> I know. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what a loser. Like, ask me such an asshole. Then I looked him up. He is hot. He's tall and he's hot. So I said, he's an asshole. No, he's funny. So I DM'd him. <laughs> oh my God. I said, the two cent Venmo was very funny. We're laughing about it. And he said, I love it. Didn't intend to offend anybody. My sister and I are laughing. The waitress is laughing too, blah, blah. I'm between New York and LA, heading back west. Um, if you want to grab lunch, we'd love to show you around. No! <laughs> Let me see. Oh, he's so Wait, cute. I know him. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> he's so hot. <gasps> Wait, let me find like a really good. Wait, what? This guy is tall and hot. I know. He doesn't post a lot, which is great. Mm-hmm. Seems that friends. Has a dog. Well, maybe. He likes dogs. He likes dogs. Not that, you, not that you care. Did a little photo. Has dump. some friends. Wait, he stole my caption. What do you write? Q. He said Q three and Q and Q four. Q four is my caption. <laughs> That's a lot of people's captions. Okay. Well, maybe a sign for me. I'm kidding. He's really <laughs> cute. He's really cute. Okay. <laughs> I know. I was like, he's an asshole until I realized he was tall. He's not giving an asshole. Um. Also, like, it's so interesting. Like. The tone that people think they're taking with you, like anytime somebody, I, Ashley and I do not respond to trolls. I won't do it. You could neg me all day. You'll never get a response from me. But like he thought he was being funny and Jeremy was like this motherfucker. And so, but he was like, oh, this is so funny to me. So anyways, um, I told him I could use a tour guide. So we'll see. I love it. But I'm intentionally reaching out and um, yeah, we'll see. Okay. So I want to get into our listeners. Well, you've uh, touched on some of them, but I just want to read the final paragraph of this article because I really like it. Okay. And then we'll move on. It says, this year, people are understanding that dating should be a positive experience rather than one that sacrifices your mental health and well-being. By prioritizing the fun in dating, you'll create a more well-rounded approach to love in all forms in your life. And this will undoubtedly guide you toward a great partner and a healthy, fulfilling relationship. Maybe. No guarantees, but... I was <laughs> just like, I really love this paragraph. Uh, maybe. <laughs> no guarantees, but I like this. Just like, again, it should, dating should be fun. Dating should be fun. If you don't want to do it... Date with intention or intentionality, as Raina has said. It's not a word? It's not a word? I think it's a word, but I think you could just say intention. It's like when I said... You live pe- your truth. It's like when I said pretty people privilege four times, and you're like, you just said... You could say pretty privilege. <laughs> Wait, what was that? Were we drinking? This is no, like we're in the tunnel on the way back from something with Gondo. <laughs> yeah, you said pretty... You said, said it like three times. Yeah, Raina said pretty people privilege. I was like, do you just say pretty? You really snapped at me. You just say pretty privilege, okay? <laughs> <I> snap. 
Oh my also, gosh. I want to say like a lot of our listeners said like, I want to deprioritize dating. And I think that's great too. You know, a lot of people were like, fuck man, I'm going to date myself this year. I'm going to find out what I like. So, I mean, this is an episode about dating trends in 2023, but I was happy that a lot of you said that you were going to date yourself, prioritize yourself. It's whatever you want. I mean, I feel like I came on here at the end of probably 2018 and was like, I'm not getting bogged down with this. Like I, it's not a priority of mine to find a partner. People don't get to come in and upset me or just, you know, burst my perfect bubble of life that's happening right now. And I'm just feeling so great and so fulfilled and so much love in my life aside from any romantic partners. And then 2019 didn't cry the whole year. So stay unbothered. It's like, it doesn't... They really got you back in 2020 though, huh? All we did was cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, stay unbothered. Um, yeah, people were like, stay single, fuck this shit. Okay, uh, so we're going to go through these. You've, been, you've just been going this whole time. You've been weaving them in and out. I've been weaving. Okay. Uh, a bunch of people said the demise of the situation ship. That was in the article too. We're not doing situation ships anymore. Yeah, I just, I feel like I'm hearing about it less too from our listeners, from my friends. I just, I feel that I'm here. Like, I feel like people have taken it into their own hands and they just, they smell it. This like, I'm going to, we'll be exclusive, but I'm not going to be in a relationship with you and all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. I just think we're seeing less of it from, from men and from women. I think men are also learning that like these antics aren't really going to be tolerated forever and you're just going to end up alone. Or, you know, in general, just whatever you want, because I mean, a lot of people don't want to be in a relationship where you want non-monogamy or, you know, it's whatever you feel comfortable with. Cause mm-hmm. I just think that like not everybody needs or wants to be in a monogamous relationship to start with. So this came up a lot, alternative styles of dating. And I feel like it's not a hot take to be like polyamorous or consensual non-monogamy, but this came up a lot. And I also feel like I'm hearing my friends say this more, like that they're open to throuples and opening up the relationship or dating somebody that's already dating somebody else in an open relationship, Mm -hmm. um, being bi-curious. I'm just, so many of my friends in my real life are trying out these just different ideas than just a monogamous heterosexual relationship. And I love to see it. You know, I don't think there's like one way to do it. Okay. Wait, the quote is so funny. Bye to the apps, back to the wild. And then the streets are calling. That's very funny. I need to be the the title of the episode. (laughs) You guys are funny. I love threesome during the talking phase to get over jealousy. That is so funny. Like you're like, I'm feeling a little jealous. So we should definitely bring someone else into the bedroom. (laughs) It's just what like immersion immersion therapy. therapy. (laughs) Yeah. The one that like made me laugh out loud, skinny Kings. Always a big dick. We've done the research. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Find me a skinny man with a small dick. Find me one. I've never seen it. I've ne- okay, hear me out though. Is it like proportionate to their bodies? It just looks big the way that like huge guys yeah, with I talk average about looking dicks. I talk about this in my stand-up. Like I do feel bad for huge dudes that just have a normal, even to big dick because it looks small against mm-hmm. their bodies. Yeah. Like but, you fuck like a offensive lineman, you're going to be like, he had a micro penis and then it goes in. You're like, Ooh, that feels big. Yeah. It fills me up. You know, <laughs> this guy is tall and kind of skinny. And the other guy that I like too in LA, tall and skinny, but it's not, well, let's remove what it looks like when they're naked. You can feel it when it goes in you. It's, gar- it's my big. little pussy, um, tight pussy energy. That's also in for 2023. But if you got loose that's, pussy, that's in into it <laughs> loose pussy energy is in for 2023. Both, any pussy energy, just like, having a pussy, but <laughs> that's the trend. <laughs> but yeah, again, tall, skinny guys have slang and big old dicks. Can't miss most of the time. <laughs> So short kings are still in, but skinny kings have, <laughs> have arrived. 
Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'll take it. So if that's the trend, I'll take the leftovers that didn't fit the trend because I don't think that's going to be for me. I still like some big arms. I do. Well, I need, I need, I I need biceps. You don't, I don't care. I don't care. You like a noodle arm? Have you seen my exes? That's true. You, you don't Everybody care. I slept with this year. You don't care about a butt either. <laughs> <laughs> you do not care. I cannot date a guy with a little deflated butt. I like a caked up guy. <laughs> I dated somebody that looked like you went up to his butt and like popped it and it just went. Oh my God. It was just this saggy little droopy butt. I used to like go into the shower just to look at it. But big boys are in too. It's whatever. It's it's whatever. Like I just, this stuff is just funny. Like no one's ever going to be like only skinny people can date like, or only big, bigger people can date. It's just funny. I like that it's skinny Kings and big boys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We lined those up back to back. Um, I, I want a big boy, a big boy. It's a song, you guys, from it's SNL. A song, get it? Okay. Um, budget-friendly dates. We'd already touched on that. Butt stuff on the first date. Raina got into that recently. She's a trend. She, you really are a trailblazer because you started doing that end of 2022. I really did. Um, yes, less monogamy, more open relationships. One a person wrote, I'm going celibate or gay. I'm bi, so I can say this. It's one <laughs> or the other. I love that. Just Let us know which way you went. Uh, polyamory. Leave it up to God because I'm unbothered. I love that energy. And I feel like, what, what do you always say? Do nothing. <laughs> yeah. Or let them do butt stuff on a first date. They will fall in love with you. Being fully done with people who say, I just don't know what I want. Whew. Say less. Say less. I, I want a confident person that knows what they want. I'm not, I mean, this is not new information coming from me, but it, I feel a little fired up even just recently with some girlfriends of ours and some breakups and things like that of guys that just don't know what they want. It's like, I mean, I get it. Life is tough. Like big decisions can be tough, but I, I, I want to be done with that too. I want a hard no. I just want somebody right. to look me in the face and be like, I don't want to be in a relationship and I'm an adult and I can make a decision to fuck you without any commitment or not. And mm-hmm. I just, I feel like you find less of this as you get older. Cause I do just think that like people grow up a little bit. Like I, I mean, I can't remember the last time I dated anybody that was like, I don't know what I want, but I don't have anything else to add. I just, I'm done with it. I'm absolutely done. Cause I mean, I want somebody and my age, like if I want somebody that's like in their late thirties or forties or, or, you know, late forties, whatever. You were, you were like, am I going to say 50? No. I'm not going 50. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell I'm you, I'm at 48. I fell in love with somebody. I, his name is Dave Batista. He is a wrestler and oh, an yeah, actor. He's in Glass Onion. I'm in love with him. He's covered in tattoos, bald beard, you know, all the things. I think he's like 48. Yeah. I mean, I'm not dating someone that's, 38 to 48 and doesn't know what they want. Also, it's so unattractive to me. If you don't want to be in a relationship, a confident ass man will say, I don't want to be in a relationship. I'm not trying to wait around for you to figure out whether I'm good enough for you to be in a relationship with. Be with me or fucking don't. Yeah. Amen. And also if Dave Batista is listening or anyone who works with him, reps him, knows him, please reach out. I love this. I am I, this one, one of our listeners, I put on my Instagram story and this listener DM'd us and was like, my friend slept with him. He's into butt stuff exclusively. Well, um, that could be you. It's my, That's 2023 Reina. I will open that hole up. Just <laughs> It's been opened. it's been open since you guys come to the live shows we'll talk about it yeah oh my gosh okay more gay (laughs) shit we love that Um, (laughs) only sucking off men who align with my personal values I laughed out loud when I read this one also I love sucking off sucking off she's so classy 
dating myself, hyping being solo, less loving men, more loving myself, more people realizing they can live a fulfilling life single. Welcome to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Ashley, exactly. Ashley and I wrote that. Sick of dick, date yourself 2023. Ugh, you guys, the, the titles write themselves. <laughs> I know. Uh, Pete Davidson came up a lot. A lot. I got, uh, I was reading through this and I was like, I don't care. I don't care. And then I was like, oh, he's really in here a lot. Do you want to read that? Yeah. Pete Davidson comes on GGE. I, mean, I feel like we know so many people that know him. We just he doesn't ask. do podcasts really. He did one. Pete Davidson comes on GGE. Pete Davidson and Raina. Pete Davidson and Miley Cyrus, which I could see that. Pete Davidson and Nick Cannon, which I thought was interesting. Um, and Pete Davidson and Jenna Ortega, which I thought was also interesting. Um, Nick Cannon needs to stop. He should be with a guy so he can just be That's so true, actually. He just had number 12 this week. That's crazy. Someone wrote Kim K and Tom Brady. I don't hate it. It's, it's so American. Uh-huh. Like, that's, like, it's someone from America's royal family. And then, like, the most all-American football player. Like, that's the most, like... Uh-huh. <laughs> they're both into, like, Christ. Oh, yeah. yeah they, they're, like, God people, yeah. Um, and then the last one, which is my personal favorite, is Ashley <laughs> and Mike Johnson. Yes. I ship it. I actually don't ship it. I don't think that Mike's my guy. You're going to say no? If he asks you out right now, you're going to say no? You're saying no to Mike Johnson? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he's my person. (laughs) Yeah, I would go out of I don't think it's... I don't see it long term. Yeah, but you could suck him off because he allows your personal values. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, those were our listeners' submissions. Thank you, guys, as always. I feel really hopeful about this year. I just, I loved all your submissions. Everything was so confident. It was just like, Mm -hmm. I can date myself. I I want to date, but I'm going to do it with more intention. I'm going to do butt stuff. I just, I loved all of the um, the submissions this year. They felt really positive. Yes. So, can we just take a minute to look at his old, I mean, are you kidding me? Like, is this... He's, is this the cutest dog alive? I feel like, like he hasn't moved. He's just really relaxed. Okay, we didn't read this DM and we have some time. Oh my God, okay. We got this. She sent this, this everywhere. Okay, I have it's this. so funny. You're Did you want to read it? it or? No, no. Do I want to read it? Oh my God, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because we didn't talk about vibes at all and you know you guys are probably missing it. You're welcome. Uh, we have a company called Vibes Only. We have an app with erotic audio content. It's been such fire lately. The basketball players in there. Mm-hmm. We have uh, amazing sex toys. You guys can check all this out at Vibes Only. But we got this DM. <laughs> she sent it to me, you, and Girls Gotta Eat. And she emailed it. Oh, she did. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is a must read. Yeah, it's great. I okay. mean, that... Yeah. She was like, I got to get this in their hands before they record. Also, um, our new thing is that if you sign up for the newsletter, we're going to send you like funny stories and DMs and reviews that people are saying about the product. Like this week we did the cum towel. It was so funny. So also yes. if you have funny stories about the products, um, please send them to us. Please email them. Yes. Sign up for the newsletter. We were really excited about it. Okay. She says, must read. I asked my brother what he wanted for Christmas a couple weeks ago when he told me some gun attachment thing. Okay. So I got that for him and that's all I got for him. So, okay. So I didn't ask him for it is gone. It was the last thing I was waiting on to be delivered before our family celebrated Christmas last night. So I wrapped it up yesterday morning without even looking in the box to make sure it was the right present. I feel that. Our Christmas celebration was at my mom's house and my boyfriend was passing out the presents. He brought me the present I'd wrapped up for my brother and had me add his name in the from section since he had paid for half of it too. So I added his name and then handed the present to my brother. Okay. So this is from her and her boyfriend. (laughs) He opened up and looked confused and kind of annoyed. He said, Annie... This is not for me. (laughs) I was so confused. So I went to look in the box and sure enough, sitting right on top, there was a picture of you two girls holding sex toys. They come with a little postcard of us. Uh If you, if you haven't ordered yet, I had forgotten. I ordered the get wet set. (laughs) 
and I wrapped it up and gifted it to my brother in front of my mom and his girlfriend too. It's absolutely the funniest and most mortifying thing I've ever done. Definitely a new core Christmas memory. So really quick, the Get Wet set is our lube, our blowjob gel, and our massage oil in a cute little vibes only pouch. Actually, I would have peed my pants. I would never have, I would live through this. I would have laughed so hard. Like you and your boyfriend gifted this to your <laughs> brother in front of his girlfriend. And, and he thought mom. it was something for his gun. <laughs> yeah. I also feel like somebody who like asks for gun parts for Christmas is not so chill about getting blowjob gel from their sister for Christmas. <laughs> what if that was like her whole thing along? She's like anti-gun. She's like, instead of something for your gun, I don't think you should have a gun. I it's think you should be your dick. <laughs> Getting more blowjobs, more blowjobs, less guns. Twenty twenty three. Kudos to us. We send discreet packaging, so we doesn't say vibes only on the box. <laughs> more lube, less guns. Twenty twenty three. I have actually got this other one that I don't think I'd showed you. It's just a nice little thing about the Get Wet set because it is one of my favorite things that we sell because mm-hmm. you really do get our three star products and you get a nice uh, little pouch. It says vibes only. She said, "Just wanted to let you girls know my fiance got me the Get Wet set in my stocking this year, and everything smells and is amazing. Nothing sticky and just such good quality. Happy for you guys. Love the podcast and everything." you stand for. I really love that. So we, the Get Wet set was not just for the holidays. You can still get it. And it is really just a star. Yeah. We have some really fun stuff coming up for couples also. Um, so we're releasing a new toy soon. Uh, the remote control is free. If you have uh, any of the toys, we release new features all the time. There's a battery, battery estimator, estimator for free um, right now. So if you have our toys and the app, um, it will tell you in, I mean, there's nothing I hate more than when my vibrator dies mid-sash. Nothing worse. I hate it. There's, there's a nightmare. There's um, some good free content in there, but of course we want you to get in there and pay for the app, but um, you can get a little sense of how good it is. So this is a little bit late now because it was a New Year's Eve story, but we have this story in there and it is one of the hottest voices because it's the accent that's like, I don't even know what it's called. It's like that British accent, but it's like kind of like Alfie from Emmeline Paris, which you don't know, but also kind of like Jack from White Lotus, like that mm. It's, is it kind of trashy or something? Like it's hot. I don't know. It's co- is it Cockney? Cockney? Is that I don't know if Cockney is the right word. So don't DM us. We'll look it up. But, um, but it's the way that like... It's not I'll, proper. It's the kind of guy that will spit in your mouth. It's sexy. It's giving I'll spit in your mouth. So go back and relive the New Year's Eve. Maybe you didn't get to have in the app with this sexy voice. Again, I really... Like Alfie from Emily in Paris is just one of the sexy... You don't even know what I'm talking about. You're not part of the culture. No, I'm not but part of the culture. you do know Jack from White Lotus and it is kind of like a mix. People are saying that him and um, Megan Fahey oh, are dating. I saw that. Was that real? I don't know. People are saying it. Okay. Everything you read on the internet is true. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But well, thank you for supporting Vibes as always. And so many of you got it for the holidays. So thank you. Um, yes. We really appreciate it. And we have some live shows coming up, which we didn't even mention. But if you're still here and listening, um, tons of live shows in 2023. We're really excited. Um, first up, Salt Lake City. It's sold out. But, uh, you know, there's other stuff. Denver is sold yeah. out too. But and, there are shows. In March, that- you come to Florida. Come to Florida. So I six for Chicago, Philly. Boston. Yeah. DC is going quick. I mean, do you guys check, check the website? Girlsgotteat.com. Go to live shows. And this tour is going to be insane. It's going to be so incredible. You know, Jeremy said one of the nicest things to me about our show. He said, you know, I go to a lot of comedy shows and especially sit down podcasts. And he said, you really have to like know the podcast to like it. And he (laughs) said, you guys really know how to entertain. He said so many people come with like friends that have never listened to the podcast. And it's just like a wild ass night. And I I was so flattered. I love that plug. It's so true. 
fans of the show bring people who have never seen or heard of us mm-hmm. and they love it. And we get messages after like, I didn't know who you girls were before this, or I had never listened to an episode and the show was insane. So bring whoever. Yeah. We designed it like that. Yes. So we purposely do not just sit there and do inside jokes the whole time. So yeah. come, it's a wild night out and we appreciate your guys coming always. That's girls got eat.com. Yes. We want you guys to come to everything. Yeah. More come. More coming. Guns. More coming. <laughs> Less guns, more come. 2023. Okay, you guys, again, we've said these, but girlsgottoeat.com, vibesonly.com. You can follow Girls Gotta Eat podcast on Instagram and vibes only on Instagram. My personal handle is Ash Hess for everything. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Raina is Raina.Greenberg on Instagram, girls underscore gotta eat on Twitter. And subscribe and watch the YouTube and share this with a friend. And we'll see you guys next week. Coming to you from LA. Yay! Have a good week, guys. Bye. Bye.